On today's episode, we are going to take a look at Microsoft. They just reported earnings, so we're going to take a look at their earnings report. This episode is going to be broken down into two segments. The first segment, we're just going to do a quick overview of what uh, of the major highlights of their earnings. And the second segment, a little more in-depth, we're going to take a look at their earnings report, earnings presentations, and some other financial documents to really understand what happened with their earnings. So let's get started. And before we go any further, if you are new to my channel, if you are a long-term investor, if you like learning about growth stocks, make sure to hit the subscribe button. Also, if you guys want to get in contact with me, feel free to post on the YouTube comments. I also have a Twitter, which I'm very active, and there is a Discord channel, which is free to anybody that wants to join. But remember, all of these are my opinions and nothing here should be taken as advice as I am not a professional. Finally, if you want to sign up to my weekly newsletter, check out josenaharo.com and make sure to subscribe. All right, so first, let's start off with taking a look at the price performance for Microsoft. So Microsoft right now, after hours, unfortunately, is down about 2%, even though they did report great earnings. So let me know in the comments what are some of your main reasons for being in Microsoft. For me, my main reason for being in Microsoft is their future growth in the clouding market. So like I mentioned, after hours is down 6%, but let's take a look at Microsoft in a longer time frame. In the past six months, Microsoft has returned about 27% to investors. In the past month, they have returned about 5% to investors. In the past five days, they have returned about 3%. But after today's drop, it will probably be closer to, to a 1% increase. Still, a great returns to anyone who has been investing in Microsoft. So congratulations to all those that are Microsoft, that are Microsoft shareholders. All right, so now let's take a look at their overview of what happened in this earnings. So they reported earnings for quarter four of 2020. They did gap earnings per share of $1.46, which beat expectation by $0.09. Cents. Revenue of $38 billion, that's up 12.8%, so almost 13% year to year, and it beat expectations by $1.4, closer to $1.5 billion. One of the biggest driver here was the intelligent cloud revenue, which was about $13.4 billion. And this is their clouding market. And this is up 17% year over year. And it beat both expectation and the company guidance. So a lot of people might be like, hey, Jose, you're showing me all these crazy results. They beat earnings. They beat revenue. They have gone increased revenue. And the clouding business is doing amazing. Why did the stock price drop 2% after hours? And the, the closest thing I can say to why is I do believe the stock market is it's more of a future value. And what I mean future value is it doesn't really care. The market doesn't really care what the company is doing now. It's, it's comparing to what it's going to do in the future. And that's what the price value of the stock is truly worth. So even though earnings were good, it might have not been as great as what was expected for this market growth, especially with the clouding market right now booming like crazy. Investors might have expected a lot more. And even though they were good, they were not as good as what they were expected. So that causes the stock price to drop. There are many reasons. Another reason could be that investors are just taking are just taking profits right now after after like i mentioned in the past month it's up four percent and the past six months it's up over close to 30 percent so investors could also just be taking could just be taking some profits at the moment 
So now if we take a look a bit more on their on their on some other highlights, first revenue breakdown. And like I mentioned later on in this episode, we're gonna do a little more in-depth analysis. But Microsoft has three main segments that they have even more smaller segments within that they collect revenue. So the first segment is productivity and business process. The second segment is intelligent clouds. And the third one is more personal computing. So productivity and business process, this is where you have things like any any type of software that is used in enterprise or for or like Microsoft Office, Office 365, Outlook, Skype. Then they have intelligent cloud. So intelligent cloud is pretty much anything in their clouding business. More personal computing. Uh, more personal computing has to do with their Xbox, all their hardware, the Surface. And let's take a look at how they did. So productivity and business process did $11.75 billion. It was expected there to be 11.9. So that did not be expectations. Clouding did $13.37 billion. And the overall expectation was 13.11. So that beat expectations. And finally, one of the biggest winners was more personal computing, which did 12.9 billion and expected was closer to 11.5. So that really shot up. And, and that's pretty impressive. But remember, right now we are in a market where, where a lot of people are working from home. We have people schooling at home and we have people just wanting to play games at home so this has helped that more personal computing and to me it's actually pretty impressive that it's still going up I, in the first quarter we did see a huge a huge purchase of items like this but now even quarter two we, is showing strong numbers in personal computing and they show in the more in the personal computing the biggest things were the the microsoft surface revenue was up 30 percent year over year and xbox products were up 68 percent year over year they do mention that azure azure is microsoft's clouding platform revenue was up 50 percent year over year and this is actually deceler um it's decelerating compared to the 61 percent of the last quarter but and a lot of people are, are talking bearish sentiments toward this where last quarter of quarter one of 2020 um quarter three of of 2020 uh it, looking at microsoft's physical year they saw 61 percent increase in azure now they're only seeing 50 percent but remember as you get higher high, increase your revenue higher Every time you start increasing it, it, that percentage, even though you might be increasing it at a higher numerically wise, because your overall total is already up, that percentage tends to go down. A 50% increase year over year is still pretty amazing, if I may say so. And we just have a few more highlights before we take a full in-depth analysis on, on Microsoft microsoft for the upcoming quarter for the first physical quarter that's going to be about at the end of september they call about 35.6 billion dollars in revenue this is implying eight percent revenue growth compared to same time last year unfortunately this forecast is lower than what was expected by analysts analysts were expecting closer to 35.9 microsoft is saying they're only doing 35.6 this could be another reason why that stock price is down. Remember, all, so much things could be happening and all these could be reasons for the stock price to be to be going down. Another thing I want to mention is this most recent quarter, Amazon did have some, some acquisitions and some closing down. 
The first thing is they shut down Mixer, which was their video game streaming platforms, and they are teaming up with Facebook to do that. They also did some acquisitions that I was not familiar with. The first acquisition they did this quarter was CyberX, and CyberX is a startup that will help monitor corporate hardware like alarms, cameras, and phones. Again, Microsoft is trying to be that that all-in-one enterprise package deal, so I can see why they would acquire this. The other company they did acquire this quarter was MetaSwitch, and MetaSwitch is a telecommunication uh, a telecommunication business, and they are very. It seems like they're very strong in the 5G platform, um, and again, that's something that can help up that can help Microsoft with the clouding with the clouding market. So that's another one that I thought was pretty impressive. And the third acquisition, and for them to do three acquisitions in one quarter, again, shows that Microsoft is more on the offensive side right now. They bought a a software automation company, Softmotive, and here they mentioned that this will help, this can help. And like I mentioned, Softmotive, Softo, Softo, Softomotive, it's an automation company, but more of a software automation where um, they use, uh, for example, they do have a platform which allows applications for automating tasks in Windows. So uh, these are all pretty cool, pretty cool markets that Microsoft is trying to to grow some some stronger some stronger presence in. And I think, like I like I mentioned, it's showing how Microsoft right now is on the offensive and not a defensive. And this is what makes Microsoft easily a trillion dollar company. All right, so now that we took a look at Microsoft's main point, I want to take a look more in depth of their earnings represent, uh, earnings presentation. So here we're going to do a little more look at the numbers. So it, it, like I mentioned, if you guys want to learn more about fundamentals, make sure to stick around. I, I, I have done this for, for many years already, so it, it gets a lot easier every time I do one. So like I mentioned, Microsoft's had three three segments. It had the productivity and business process, it had the intelligent cloud, and it had the more personal computing. Their total revenue increased 13%, the productivity business increased 6%, intelligent cloud increased 17%, and more personal computing increased 14% compared to the same time last year. So all of their platforms are doing a lot better and increasing. This is crazy, a trillion dollar company increasing revenue at a 13% rate. But then there's also some things that I'm not liking it. And we're going to discuss what happened later on in this episode. But the first thing is their gross margins percentage decreased by about two points. Um, Their operating income percentage also decreased by two points. And their total net income decreased by about 15% compared to same time last year, which as a result reduces their earnings per share by 15% compared to same time last year. And it has to do with an increase of expenses that we're going to take a look at later on in this episode. And like I mentioned, there were the three products. Let's explain what they're, what's inside these three products. So first, in the productivity and business process, they have office commercial products and cloud service revenue, and this was up 5%, mainly driven by Office 365. They also have office consumer products and cloud service, which was up 6%. Again, uh, continue to grow by Office 365 consumer. They have LinkedIn in this, which revenue increased 10%, and they have dynamic products, which increased by 13% compared to the same time last year. Then they have the intelligent cloud. Here, they just have all types of clouding products. And remember, I mentioned this was up 19%, and the huge the huge driver force was the Azure revenue growth of about four, close to 47%. 
Now, if we take a look at more personal computing here, they have their Windows OEM revenue, which was up 7%. They have their Windows commercial products, which is up 9%. They have their Xbox content and service, which is up 65%. They have their Surface revenue, which is up 28%. And they have their search advertising revenue. Remember, Microsoft owns Bing, and they do have some form of advertisement revenue there. They also have revenue for, for um, advertisement in their Xbox and all their other software but that's down 19, 18% compared to the same time last year. Remember, right now we're in a market due to COVID-19. A lot of companies stop stop advertisement as their first way to cut off, to cut off, to cat to like save money. Uh, so uh, it is understandable to see that there. And to me, it is pretty impressive to see the Xbox content increase by 65%, especially because one right now xbox is still waiting for the new a new the new system to come out later this year so normally consumers customers are are not out there buying too many games because they're waiting for that new product to come out but i'm guessing more people working from home and, and staying home has increased the the amount of games people are playing um saving that time from the commute but 65% is a lot. And this to me gives me a bullish sentiment to all my esports companies. So I, I do believe Activision, um, Activision, EA Games, and TTW are probably going to report great earnings after seeing this, this information from here. All right. So now let's take a look at their uh, some more information they gave out this earnings. Let's take a remember this is quarter four of 2020. So even though we are comparing it to same time last year, they also showed their final their total numbers for the full year of 2020. And it seems to be a very, very strong year for, for Microsoft. Revenue was um, up 14% in 2020 compared to 2019. Operating income was up 23% compared to 2019, and net income was up 13% in gap earnings compared to the same time last year, compared to 2019. So it was a very, very strong year for Microsoft, and I do believe it's going to continue to be, uh, uh, the upcoming years are going to be better, especially with that Azure and that clouding business just increasing and the gaming market as well. All right, so let's take a look at, at some of their financial documents. The first one is going to be the income statement. And here we already looked at their at their revenue. So I'm not going to keep talking about their revenue. But one thing I, I did mention was Microsoft's net income was down pretty big compared to the same time last year. So net income last year was about $13 billion, where net income this year was about $11 billion. So it was down 15%. And we got to understand what's happening here, right? Seeing money like that disappear it is definitely not a uh, it's not a, a something you can't you should overlook. The first place I wanted to take a look at was in their total cost of revenue. So first, total cost of revenue did increase by about two billion dollars compared to same time last year. And we are going to take a look at in a few seconds why there was that increase there. But we can see not only was total cost of revenue up they did increase their overall research and development so research and development last year was 4.5 billion where this quarter was 5.2 sales and marketing same time last year was 4.9 billion where now it's 5.4 so they saw about two billion dollars increase in cost of revenue and close to one billion dollars in research and development and sales marketing added together obviously we're going to see a decrease in net income 
But here, if we take a look at their earnings presentation and scroll all the way to the bottom, they explain why these, these expenses have gone up. So cost of revenue went up $1.9 billion. And this is mainly driven by the growth in commercial cloud and gaming. So that pretty much just tells me that Microsoft right now is just really focused on expanding their growth and right now they're going to be spending more money to try to acquire more customers and that to me is a-okay they mentioned that the research and development expense increased by 700 million and that was driven by investments in the cloud engineerings in the in cloud engineering and devices again another um, cloud if i'm seeing an increase in expense because they want to continue to develop their products in in the clouding market in the gaming market i for one am i'm for so for it because i do believe this is a market that's going to continue to go up they mentioned sales and marketing expense increased by close to 500 million dollars and this is just an increase in bad debt expense and investments in commercial sales so that doesn't really tell me much one thing i do know is microsoft did have a big expense this quarter just because of the shutting down of certain microsoft stores so now that we understand what happened in their net income let's take a look at my favorite document my favorite document if you guys have been watching my show is the balance sheet i feel like one can learn so much uh, about the balance sheet, uh, about a company by looking at their balance sheet so first let's take a look at total cash and this is comparing june 30th of 2020 to june 30th of 2019 total cash for this company right now is sitting at about 136 136 billion dollars of cash compared to 134 same time last year so an increase is roughly an increase of about 2.7 billion dollars closer to 3 billion dollars of cash and that to me is actually pretty impressive even though this business bought over three companies acquired three companies in this quarter alone they still have more cash than same time last year great amazing that shows great results for microsoft next uh next i just want to take a look at their total assets so remember total cash and cash equivalents kind of incre- increased by closer to three billion dollars total assets this quarter were 301 billion compared to 286 billion same time last year so that's closer to a 14 billion dollar increase Three billion comes from the total cash increase, but there is a huge portion that comes from property equipment um, that increased by about ten billion dollars. Um, last year was about thirty-six billion. This year is about forty-four billion. So let's try to understand where this property and equipment comes from. One, they did mention that they are investing more money in clouding products. Again, an increase in property there. They did acquire new acquisitions this quarter. Some of them might have not closed, but some of those acquisitions assets do get moved on to, to Microsoft as well. So overall, total assets increased by about $14 billion. The next, let's take a look at total liabilities. The last thing we want to see is total liabilities also increase by that amount of money even right now we want to see total assets increase at a faster rate numerically wise than total liabilities so total liabilities right now sitting at 183 billion dollars compared to 184 billion dollars same time last year so they're actually paying down their, their debt which is pretty pretty good most of it long-term debt last year they had 66 billion dollars right now they have 59 billion dollars 
So it's showing me I, I am liking Microsoft's asset asset balance distribution, especially since this company almost has a one to one ratio of total cash and cash equivalent to total liabilities. They can pretty much pay off their total long term debt and still have over 70 billion dollars in cash. So I do like that Amazon is uh, Microsoft is using that cash right now to acquire more businesses. So now let me just give my thoughts on Microsoft. So Microsoft, I personally believe it's in a market that's going to continue to grow. I do believe the cloudy market is one that's going to take Microsoft into new levels as long as this growth continues to happen. 50% year over year is still amazing. And, and due to the tailwinds of the clouding market, I do believe even the upcoming quarters will probably will show similar results. Uh, uh, Microsoft, again, is a huge enterprise enterprise monster where most of their software are being used by by all the top S&P 500 companies from Microsoft Office to Outlook. One thing, though, is I do believe sometimes Microsoft might not be managing some of their products so well. For example, game the gaming platform Mixer. Mixer could have been a huge potential growth for Microsoft, but they kind of just let it slide. They have had similar stuff with with other platforms as well. Um, and I just hope that they start managing their products a little bit better because they are in the right markets. Skype, for example, Skype could have been the Zoom came in to to fill in the spot where Skype wasn't. But Skype was already in all these computers. So so why did Microsoft lose the ball there? Again, I do believe it might be some part of bad management in, in, in some form of aspect. Um, so I do believe there is improvements that Microsoft can do. But at the end of the day, Microsoft, I believe, is one that's going to be such a winner in this market. But right now, I personally already have a decent sized position on Microsoft. And when I mean decent sized position, I think it's closer to four or five percent of my portfolio. I, I don't know if you guys if you guys have not been watching my 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 channels. I am. I have a very diversified portfolio of about 40, 47 companies in my portfolio most of them being below five percent equity but even with this type of portfolio i am destroying the market right now in form of rate of returns which i am happy and like i said there's always so many ways one can make money in the market there's no right way and i just enjoy the way to invest so microsoft for right now i'm not buying into it because i have a position in it but if I didn't have a position in it, I would enter slowly and shortly just to build up a position over time and dollar cost average my position. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Like always, have a good night. Make sure to hit the thumbs up. Take care and see you next time.